Big show episode four podcast coming your way. Hope you do enjoy the show, Chris. So good to be here with you. Yes, good to be here with you. It is early morning though, isn't it? Yeah, it's still very, early morning. Oh, wasn't it just very rough wake up. Um, <laughs> we're back on the Get Serial uh, Sin flagship radio uh, radio breakfast show. So yeah, yeah up at four. Finish that up. Uh, <laughs> here we are, barely breathing basically. Still alive, but we're barely breathing. Yeah, still alive, but we're barely breathing. We'll get through it though, won't we? Um, yeah, it's one of those one of those times where. You record the podcast because, I mean, it's it's easy. We're in here at the moment and it'd be stupid not to, really. Mm, absolutely. Um, um, yeah. Now, what I was going to bring up to start off with was the Australian Open. Mm. Um, obviously, it's just come to a finish Sunday night. Fed, Fed got over the line, beat Nadal. Brilliant. Love seeing that. Brilliant scenes, absolutely. I think it's been... I don't think he's been in a... Uh, he hasn't won a final since 2011. 10, yeah, he hasn't won a like slam since like 20. That. Yep, slam. When was it? 20. Oh, it was like about four or five years, I think. Seven, I thought, but that's probably accurate. But anyway, so always good to see the great man get up. I think everyone uh, was going for him, even though uh, Nadal is a crowd favourite as well. But shocking uh, form from one of our mates regarding the Australian Open. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, you're not wrong. It's appalling. It makes me sick to my core. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah, I'll fill in the uh, I'll fill in the listeners. Fill in the blanks. <laughs> yeah, right. So one of our mates, he went to the Aussie Open. Oh, had name a, and shame, Mitch yeah, Joyce. Yeah, Mitch Joyce. Mitch name and Joyce. Shame. Absolutely. Um, went to the Aussie Open. Had a good day. Loved it. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but he was there for the 7:30 game. Two no names. It was. I'll bring it up. I um, think one of them was number 20 in the world. To well, be there fair. you go. To me, two no no. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fill us in who they are in a moment. But um, anyway, he leaves halfway through the game, uh, the match, pardon me. The match turns out to be a five setter, and the fifth set went to a game score of 22 to 20. For those of you who uh, don't get tennis, that's a long game. That's incredible. Sets normally finish 7 6 or 7 5. Um, here it is. Got the details here. Yeah, go for um, it. Fill so it was uh, a Croatian, uh, Karlovic, number 20 in the world, who won. He beat uh, Argentine, uh, Zabalos. Right. Uh, so the sets went 6-7, 7-8 seven, uh, seven, in tiebreak, then 3-6, then 7-5, 6-2, and then 22-20. The match went for five hours and 14 minutes. And that was a Australian Open record, I believe. Yes, I believe it was the longest yeah. Australian Open game ever. And this yeah. was in the... First round. That's madness. You and you know, you know what court it was? Show court two. Court 19. Court 19, my goodness. That is incredible. Um, yeah, so poor form on Mitch. He left to go to the wait. walker. Oh, yeah. An absolute whacker of a move. I don't know what the boy was thinking. Um, what an absolute disgrace. I know your mates are there, Mitch, but come on. It looked far out. Right I called now. him out. I said it's disgraceful. I mean, and he's, like, he's like, oh, no, I need to go to the hawker. No, you don't. Should be at the tennis. You paid your money. Get pissed there. Have a great time. Five hours. The Hawker's going to be open to one. You've got cheers after that as well. Exactly. I mean, you've got plenty of time. Just chill <laughs> out, mate. I can't believe it. I mean, that's you live for that stuff when you go to tennis. You do, it's, don't you? Sadly, we had to miss out this year. We did miss out. Putting Daniel our money and I, um, something slightly more uh, conscious to us. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Danny and I have just dropped a lot of money, actually. We've um, paid for our flights and Kentucky to Europe. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Can't wait. Can't wait. Go away uh, to uh, uh, have a bit of fun. Crazy stat, 44 days till departure. Really? 44 days till we fly away. 
Well, there you go. But yeah, as we just said, obviously that's why we couldn't make it down. Um, Which made it all more. The reason that we, because we hadn't gone, it made it even more painful hearing that Mitch had left. Well, absolutely, I'm here. Here, I completely agree with that. Um, one of the best matches I think we saw at the Australian Open uh, was years ago. Uh, it was a nighttime game. Um, mm. Ben had left to go. Um, yeah, other mate, when is the three? Yeah, Ben had left to go to training, and the game went for so long that he managed to come back and watch some more, which is. Bloody impressive. It's incredible. It was a five-setter. Monfils and a German guy, wasn't it? Or was that... Oh, I same? can't remember now. It's too, it's too long ago. Oh, maybe Song some, was in there as well. Some, yeah. It was we've incredible. Some classic matches. It could have been anyone. Yeah. Um, but uh, the good uh, news about this story uh, regarding Mitch leaving is that uh, Karma caught up to him and... Karma did most certainly catch up to him, didn't it? His windscreen fell off yesterday. So it doesn't get much better than that. That's what you deserve, Mitch. I know it costs a little bit of money, but uh, no, that's what you get. Maybe it'll teach you not to leave the tennis so so soon. Absolutely. Well deserved, I believe. Um, what happened? What exactly happened? His winds... He was just driving down the street and his, um, his windscreen's popped off. His, sorry, his wipers, sorry, popped off. Oh, wipers. Damn. Yeah. I thought it was like the whole, like the windscreen that's in that's there. That's what I, when Isabel first told me, I... That's what Mitch just, said. He yeah. sent a Snapchat saying my windscreen just fell off. You know, like the front window. Yeah, that's what I thought, isn't it? I thought, oh, geez. So that's his wipers. That happened. Yeah. Um, it's just the wipers. Still apparently costs, set him back a few hundred bucks. So, yeah, yeah well deserved. Might be livid. Out um, control. So, speaking of cars and uh, the stuff you get up to in cars... I recently, um, it's a terrible, uh, terrible segue I'm doing yeah, here. Yeah. I recently got driven home in a car. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, uh, Saturday nice. night, Sunday morning, uh, we'd spent the night at your spa with a few boys, a few boys and bevs. Um, that sound better not continue. I'm going to go through oh, the roof. No. supposed to be soundproof, this room. Sorry, someone's dragging a bit and I'm about to lose go it. Go on. All right, we're going to talk loud. All right, so... Um, yeah, spent the Saturday night at your spa. Uh, very nice, a few bears, all the boys around at a great tiam. Uh, and then we um, decided that it was time to go home, a bit of home time. Um, so uh, good old faithful John Dobby was giving us a lift home. Um, how kind, uh, he said we'd stop at Macca's on the way back. So we stopped there. Far oh, yeah, this is going off. Um, we stopped at, oh, jeez Louise, that bumpity bump. <laughs> Far out. Finish it Get up. off Come the on. stairs. Um, okay. So then we... Sorry, I'm a bit distracted by some bins outside. I'm livid, actually. Um, so then we... We're in the spa, of course. So I um, wrapped a towel around my waist and then derobed. Um, was naked underneath um, the towel. And we've gone to Macca's. Uh, so, of course, all the boys are trying to rip my towel off me when we're at Macca's. So I'm in the nutty. I think my cheek was exposed at one point, And that's about it. Nothing... Nothing too major. Anyway, so we finally get to my street, and for some reason, I'm uh, the cars. They've parked the car halfway down my street, so I'm like, whatever, I'll walk. So I get out of the car. My other mate gets out of the car to uh, help me, or let me out, really, because I was stuck in. And then, uh, as the other guy gets back in the car, he rips my towel off, and he jumps back in the car, and they fly off. Mm-hmm. I'm left 50 metres from my home on my street in the nutty at 1.30am in the morning. Yeah, it was pitch black, you'll be right. Well, it was Just pitch black, dash. except a um, few, few cars passing. Anyway, so I've done the old cup, two-handed cup, and I've bolted to the house. Run up the road, down my street. Uh, sorry, I run up the road, down my driveway. Uh, to my horror, I run up to the back, the back door uh, to only see that all the lights are on. Mm. Gabriel's sitting on the couch, Isabel's making food in the kitchen, and Mum's just standing there, and I'm naked. 
Of course. At the door. Oh, a bit of fun. And the, the Gabe just looks at me with just disgust and goes, what the hell? And, he's just, and he opens the door and I just quickly go, I'll explain later. And I run to my room, put some shorts on. I tell him the story, but I just thought... Come on, it's just my luck that that happens. I mean, I'm naked. It's 1.30 a.m., but of course the whole house is open. I mean, what other way would it be? Am I right? Yeah. <clears throat> Firstly, these bins, these bins are making me want to absolutely do some bad stuff. I'm angry. They're pa- taking them downstairs now. They're chucking them back up. Um, yeah, right. Sorry, I was Who a bit knows? distracted throughout that little telltale, but I agree with you. That kind of stuff happens to me as well. Always at the worst of times. Similar story happened last week, believe it or not. Um... Not as dire as yours, of course, but similar. Um, washing was done uh, the, the day before I required some underwear. Yes. Uh, I had work at 7. I had to leave at 7 a.m. No one was awake. Uh, Mum was asleep. Sister was in bed, asleep. Yep. Dad already left for work. Um, so the underwear was upstairs, washed. Great. Brilliant. Yep. Um, however, it wasn't in my drawer. So I think, all right. Simple morning, journey upstairs. Yeah, simple journey upstairs. Grab the, Grab the... Underwear, some freshies, whack them on, problem solved, right? No, so I just think, think so. I'll just make the journey up naked, no one's awake, blah, blah, blah. Of course, I go upstairs, um, all is well, grab my undies. Probably feeling like a king just strutting yeah. up there naked. Don't put them on, go back to my room. Oh, why would on, you? Because that's where my jeans are. I thought yeah. I might as well do the whole job there. And anyway, grab the undies, turn around, and there, mother is, mother dear. <laughs> and you're Starkers? Yeah, absolutely. Starkers, head to toe. Now, I don't know, I'll tell you why I do know she told me, I can't lie that much. But um, yeah, she came out because she apparently heard noise and wanted to know what I was doing. So yeah, she came out, saw me naked, and just turned around and gave me the fright of my life. And I told mum after that, mum, if this ever happens to you again, for goodness sake, just make make it easier on both of us. If you see it and I'm naked... Just retreat, go back to bed. You don't have to ask what I'm doing or finding out where I'm going. Just go on to work, for goodness sake. Just let me be. It's very uncomfortable. Just walk away, please. Always is, though, with the parents when you get stuck. It's bad enough when you're with some mates. Yeah. Uh, I've always been known to get the gear off, though. Oh, you love getting it out. Yeah, got no worries with it, especially yeah, in the dark. Oh, there's swimming around in your pool mm. in the nutty is just mm. a lovely treat. feels so free. It's very liberating, isn't it? <laughs> liberating yeah. is the I'd, perfect word for it. I do enjoy that. Nothing better than feel, diving in and feeling that gush of wet <laughs> water. Wa- of water, yes, just striking your skin in all the striking wrong places. Striking the nether regions. Yeah, it feels <laughs> good. feels very good. And the spa, nothing wrong with a naked spa either. No. Um, um, brilliant stuff. Something that um, made me actually feel a bit ill, because oh, something we were talking about recently. Um, a couple of things, actually, but the one thing I want to talk about at the moment. Uh, it's called a odd job, I'd like to say. Uh, it was a lady in... Do you remember where it was? Some European... Bolivia. Bolivia. I know the one. The lady, eyeball one. Yep. lady in Bolivia. And she licks people's eyeballs mm-hmm. to heal them from disease. Yep. So, there's a lady. Sorry, I'm a bit parched here. Uh, there's a lady. She's 80 years of age. Uh, she licks eyeballs, as you said. And apparently she's cured 5,000 patients that she considers patients. Um, This is extremely disgusting and concerning. (laughs) She'd have no teeth. She'd be gums only. A gummy shark. Exactly right. And I don't know what the hell this is about with this alternative medicine, uh, this treatment option, but apparently it gets rid of sawdust, 
dirt, you know, oh, iron, she, yeah, lead she, she, from your eyes. Oh, oh it makes you sick, doesn't she it? She claims that she's yeah, cured people from disease and stuff. There's actually an image, I might bring it up, that um, is literally of this wrinkled lady licking an eyeball. It is the stuff of nightmares. It makes me feel sick. It makes me want to vomit. Um, and I don't like it whatsoever. Um, another thing that actually makes me feel ill, um, especially, ill, ill especially um, because... I enjoy coffee, I enjoy eggs, I enjoy cheese. Um, how do you think they go together, Daniel? Uh, we spoke about this in the break and I was disgusted. But yeah. then I thought about thought it. Thought about it. So why don't we fill in the viewers, the listeners, viewers, slash now. Um, yeah, fill them in. Yeah, right. So you go to coffee. What if I were to say, Christian, um, come to my dine, I'll, I'll hook you up with a coffee. But in that coffee, I'm going to give you a treat. I'm going to give you an egg. I'm going to give you uh, a thick dose of butter. We'll say a <laughs> tablespoonful, maybe two, actually, heavy. Um, and, of course, I'll also insert some cheese, a block of cheese That's into that disgusting. coffee. That's disgusting. What that do you makes, reckon? That makes me, makes me feel sick. Makes me want to do a bit of vomit. These bins are coming back down. I'm about to lose my mind. No, nah, they're sending me through the roof as well. We just got to pretend they're not okay, there. Okay, they're not there. Um, yes, absolutely feral. Makes me want to vom-vom. Um, as you know, I love eggs. I enjoy coffee. I love cheese. Who doesn't? Am I right? Mm-hmm. Um, but together, they make me feel ill. There's actually, um, yeah, we read somewhere that there's a new sensation going around where you get a um, black coffee and then you whisk one egg and you pull into them and then you put some cheese into it and then you put butter into it and it makes it foamy and creamy. Sounds absolutely diabolical if you ask me. I feel um, ill, but um, I just can't imagine being nice, yeah. Daniel. Absolutely diabolical, if you ask me, initially. Now, if you just think about it for a moment, think of the broth that you'd get from the egg. Yuck. Think about the, the curdled, um, the milk. Uh, milk as well, actually. We forgot to mention milk, of course. Um, I reckon it would be quite tasty, because you can't really taste an egg. I have egg, raw egg sometimes, with milk. You can't taste it. It's just, yeah, in the thing. It's just in the milk. It's fine. Can't taste it. The yolk would give a bit of flavour, I reckon, but you'd get a little bit of flavour from the cheese. I don't know how. That's probably where you'd lose me. I'd have to try it. Can we want to try it? Can we try this at your house? I think we can give it a go. I'll film and I'll put it in. I'll put it in this. Right. That it's honestly thinking about now makes me want a munt. Um, as right. you know, I, I do feel <laughs> I feel ill in the mornings because um, I've been in egg whites a lot in the morning um, and they're just not my cup of tea yeah. and I'm, I feel ill in the mornings and then thinking about this just makes me want to um, throw up. Tip you over the edge. Interesting you mentioned egg whites. They sound absolutely revolting. They're not nice. I couldn't eat a raw egg without the yolk. Um, similar though, oysters. Oh, I love them. Oh, how good are they? Absolutely love them, love them, love them, love them, love, love, love. Um, I'll eat cooked oysters, of course. Raw is the way to go for me. Go do it all. A natural, bit of bit of salt on top. Salt bay. Sprinkle it away. Sprinkle away. Bit of yeah. this, bit of that. Um, absolutely delicious. Don't know why people don't like them. Yeah. But um, yeah, egg whites. On the other hand, my goodness, that'd be a real feral treat. That. <laughs> um, another food thing, actually. While we're on it, before we move on, um, you can get now in California. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. I know. Uh, you can get yourself a, uh, what was it, something pastry? You get sushi in a... It's a California croissant, wasn't it called? Or something yeah, like you get sushi in a croissant. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's li- apparently it's literally it's just quite a literally what it is. roll of sushi and then in a croissant. Mm-hmm. So I personally that? think that would be delicious. I reckon it would be absolutely delicious as well. Big fan of sushi and a big fan of croissant. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of both. Now, the thing is about this one, in California... 
apparently it's not taking off too well. Um, I don't know how I've come to know this. Uh, bit of research. Somewhere. Yeah, you know how it is. Um, but apparently people are not recepting well to it. They think it's absolutely disgusting. Uh, I can see where they're coming from. A little bit of heaven, a little bit of hell. <laughs> a little bit of heaven, um, a little bit of hell. It tends to work quite well for me. Uh, opposites attract. Um, <laughs> but in, in this case, I feel like it could simply be uh, too far. Gone too far. You think the croissant's too far, but you think the coffee's fine? Yes. <laughs> I, my, my, my mind tells me no, but my body says yes. Well, um, on the topic of food, actually, um, have you noticed the yeah. absolute obsession with these cooking shows? Yeah, I will have. They're everywhere, and they're, they're everywhere. just rubbish. Yeah, I believe it's all... The, it's reality rubbish. I stopped watching TV, like long just ago. normal TV, mm. long ago. Ran out of time for it. Uh, probably at the same time all these cooking shows came out. So you got <sighs> Thank bloody Master Chef, Kitchen, my kitchen, kitchen Rules. Kitchen and Doctor, got, we don't want to get um, the wrong ones. What's the other one? My, kitchen, my uh, Restaurant Rules was the first one. Then My Kitchen, yeah, my kitchen, rules. kitchen There's another one on oh, Channel 9 that did like a remake. And then what was your Good Chef, Bad Chef? Yeah, and then, oh, get this one. You got your <laughs> bloody 3 p.m. weekday slot daily. The yeah, Sharon loves that one. Good Chef, Bad Chef competing <laughs> with Ready, Steady, Cook. Both nightmares. <laughs> Good chef, bad chef. Uh, it's it is an absolute shocker. Terrible, you and I, isn't it? it's it's bloody it sucks. You in though? We had a good watch for about twenty minutes. I reckon. Twenty, ten. I wouldn't give it the credit. Uh, but um, uh, yeah. The the brilliant thing about it, I think, like obviously you've got two people, two chefs. Yeah. One's apparently the good chef. One's apparently the bad chef. I don't know which one's the good or oh, which no. one's the bad chef. I think it's a shocker. Um, but you can just tell by the way they look at each other that they both despise each other <laughs> off camera, which is brilliant. I hope they do, because apparently, um, it's not going to be the first time, because apparently, who are the guys from Mythbusters? Uh, Jamie and some other dude. Yeah, I've heard they, can't, they don't get along at all. No, they don't. I That's why they Myth Bust- Mythbusters, Mythbusters is done. What a show Final that was. Final season aired last year. What a show that was. Bloody brilliant. Jamie, um, that's going to kill me. Now, um, let's, not, let's not put all uh, cooking shows in there because there are two oh. cooking shows that we uh, really enjoy, aren't there? We've got ourselves a hero. Um, got a he hero. goes by the name of Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay, head chef. <laughs> mm, Daniel's God. personal hero. Absolutely. Uh, Gordon Ramsay was probably one of the first on the scene for me that I noticed him before and, like, all the reality kind of stuff hit it. We're out uh, there. Yeah, right. And... He saturated the market with brilliance, I like to say. Stunning. Aggressive brilliance that only one man can get away with, Gordon Ramsay. The nature he goes about bringing people down, tearing them up and spitting them out. Love it. Um, chewing them up and spitting them out. Yeah. F-bombs well, left on center. does tear them up, face it. Yes, bloody terrific. Um, saturated with brilliance, only to be corrupted by this nonsense. I can't believe the stuff he gets away with. Oh, it's up. incredible. He just... The stuff he says is incredible. One that comes to mind immediately um, is it's a Hell's Kitchen. No, yeah, Hell's Kitchen, yeah? Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, that's the one where he's training the cooks and he's just abusing the hell out of them, which is all fun, fun and games. Um, oh, jeez. Uh, anyway, so this customer goes uh, to the waiter, oh, I want extra extra pumpkin in my risotto. Waiter goes, yeah, righto. So he gets his risotto and you can see they're filming him eating the food. He's not enjoying it. He goes, oh, no pumpkin, no pumpkin. So yeah, I reckon the these customers saying yeah, that. Yeah, I reckon these people just do this for the the fame, the two minutes of mm. glory. So he goes up to the goes up to the uh, kitchen where Gordon is and goes, "I asked for extra pumpkin in my risotto and there's no pumpkin." Brilliant line. Mm. And then Gordon just goes, "Okay, would you like your pumpkin? Um, what do you say, diced or diced or mashed?" And I shut up your ass. Yeah, he said, 
He said dice to hole. So yeah, there, dice mash. to hole. Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Would you like your pumpkin diced a hole when I ram it up your ass or something like that and walked off from him? It's bloody burying. He's got F-bombs. He's lining up his staff like they're bloody cows ready for slaughter, oh swearing God. the daylights out of them, berating them, saying how <laughs> shit they are. F-bombs, F-bombs, F-bombs. He just abuses them, doesn't he? He's an absolute... Uh, badass. I suppose, yeah, badass. I was going to say dick, but, you know, he can get away with it because Gordon Ramsay. I am... Um, I, I, yeah, I, some of the stuff he says um, to those chefs is unbelievable. I watched the, you showed me it actually, um, Gordon Ramsay, Rapid Fire, Uncensored. Mm. YouTube video, I highly recommend to watch. Absolutely. It is just him going absolutely ballistic. <laughs> it's, there's no other way to yeah. describe it. It's as good as they come. He's got another show, Kitchen Nightmares, and that's where he goes out to uh, restaurants mm. uh, throughout the world that are abysmal. These bloody beans have got to stop, seriously. <laughs> Oh. Right, anyway, he goes out to restaurants, tries to fix them up, help them out because they're in turmoil. they got, like, health and safety issues. Yeah. They sh- just I was like, shut overall, it down, shut it down. Yeah, overall, they're just appalling. And he swears at the owners and he tears them apart as well. Like, it's nobody's business. It's no. absolutely appalling scenes, but that's why it's so entertaining. So, like um, get, let, seeing people get tortured. Yeah, uh, tortured verbally. Yes, of course, please. <laughs> so, clear that up. Um, yeah, so there's some cooking shows that actually are good, so let's just not put them all on the same thing, but most of those cooking shows are just absolutely atrocious. Um, now, something that's been really grinding my gears lately, the ad was, the ad was there a while ago, and now it's come back, and it's really started to irk me. Um, it's a Neurofins Advance ad. I'm not sure if you're familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, these bins, um, I don't understand what the F they're doing. Okay. So, back to the ad. So, it's a Neurofins Advance ad. Um, and basically, it's like this lady, and she's controlling, um, she's, she's behind the um, computer, and there's a race car driving around, Neurofins Advance race car. So she's behind the computer. She's doing whatever behind the computer, like helping it, help making sure everything's going in order. And she's like, they're going on about how neurofin, so headache can um, cause pain and distract you. And of course, she's there going, oh, oh, yes, my head, head oh, my head, yeah. Oh, and then she takes her headphones off and she takes neurofin's advance, and then it uh, cuts to the scene back to her headphones back on, and literally all she does is press a button. That says Neurofins Advance. Then the car zooms off and overtakes the other car on the track. And then the guy comes over and congratulates her and puts his hand on her back. What a crock. What an absolute crock. What, that's you're telling me that you can't press a button with a headache? That's a crock of BS. I think you're missing the point, though. I'm, in fact, you're not missing the point. You know exactly what the point is I about the cars know. and all that. But you're trying to ignore it. I know. Because I know what you mean. When you see an ad, and they absolutely crock is the best word to go with it there. Um, you see an ad and they string together a line of absolute... BS. BS. Uh, BS. We'll go with BS. Absolute BS. Trying to make a storyline out of some super button, as you just mentioned. Surely, <laughs> surely there's a line you can, you've got across where you think, thinking you're the director. Surely there's a line. You mean, what? Are you thinking, is that your life's work? Are you happy you're putting that out? Think of something genius, yeah. like a beer ad, twoies, when you've got a tongue... Excuse me, you know that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wendy hated yeah. that ad. Oh, it's brilliant. It's brilliant though, isn't it? Tongue leaves a dude's mouth, goes grabs the chewies in the bathtub, puts it in his mouth. That's an ad. That's directing genius. Not this swine shizen. <laughs> now, sure. um, I tell you, Daniel, you showed me an ad recently. 
Oh, boy, oh boy. I got a favourite ad. This yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get oh, this up. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll get this up and put it around. Um, put it on the page, rather. But KFC, as you know, have got Kettle's a... Fried chicken. Kettle's Fried Chicken. Kettle's Fried Chicken. Special got a, place in Daniel's got a, Yeah, absolutely. They've got a 24 nugget for $10 meal. Good deal. Uh, value, well, Good deal. Special, I suppose. I'm not sure how long yeah, it will last. We'll go with it. I've got this great ad to advertise with all these old fogies. Um, the chick who's hosting it, old as all hell. Um, just some Jerry. Just some Jerry. Now with a platter of these of the twenty-four nuggets, and you see this guy as the colonel. He's got his floral shirt unbuttoned, pinstripes, speedos, sandals with socks, unbelievably groomed beard. Yeah, oh, he's looking looking great for a seventy-year-old something. <laughs> and he just grabs a nugget and eats it. Looks her in the eye. It's brilliant. And there's and sexy music in the background. What is it like? Oh my god! Yeah, it's, it's like bloody unreal. So yeah, so you real, gotta check that out. It's some porno music in the background. Yeah. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah, that's uh, in terms of directing genius, they hit the nail on the head with that one. That's how you do it for that's sure. Absolutely, how you do it. Um, oh my goodness! Those bins are still going off, aren't they? They're bloody killing us, aren't they? Um, yeah. So unfortunately, we're gonna have to cut the show a little bit short because I am uh, about to be in trouble with my parking. Uh, but twenty-five minutes, I'm sure the fans can forgive us, don't you reckon, Daniel? I reckon the fans will be fine. That was episode four, though, wasn't it? Episode four. Yeah, well, you've you've got three hours to watch. We've got plenty more coming in the, the week. Video oh, podcast geez. as well. And tune in to get cereal anyway. Yeah, Check well, if you're up six till nine a.m. on a Tuesday, you know we'd listen, mate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Anyway, this has been uh, Chris and Dan for episode four of the Big Show podcast, Daniel. Ooh.